Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. You hit the spot. The place where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Put your thinking caps on, because the conversation starts now. Welcome to On the Edge oh. with April Mahoney Brains. This is the place where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Welcome back. We are here today with Lucy Berchina, and uh, we're going to talk about all things pharmaceutical, brains, big pharma, and meat struggle. Who doesn't struggle with it? I mean, who wants to take another pill for anything? You take a pill for that, a pill for that, a pill for that, then they cut out this, then they inject you with this and that, then. but it's a sign of the times, and here in America, uh, as I've traveled around the world, we are really into trying to sustain and maintain. And we're working on preventative. We're, we're getting better at that. But really, uh, that's a lifestyle. It's not just a quick fix. You can't just, you know, take a couple herbs and you'll be okay. You've got to have that regimen. You've got to have a clean gut. Um, and you got to be careful. You can't be mixing apples and oranges. You know, if you're doing one thing or you're self-medicating and then you're doing something else, it can be a recipe for disaster. So Lucy is a trained pharmacist. She's been doing this forever, but not only that, she owns independent pharmacies. We want to talk to her a little bit about that because these big box stores, and I'm not going to call them out, but you know exactly who they are. (laughs) They charge you for these medicines and it is crazy. I want to get a refill. They wanted $718 for one prescription, one prescription. So I don't know how people are doing it. And she's going to talk to us about that and some alternatives and some really great stuff. So let's welcome her to the show. How are you, Lucy? Thank you, April. That was a wonderful introduction. I appreciate you. So um, like you said, I'm Lucy Barachina. I'm actually a doctor in pharmacy. I went to Texas Tech. Um, and just because, you know, um, I have the doctor in pharmacy, we still want to make sure, like you mentioned, you know, doc, uh, our audience is, uh, consults, um, medical doctor before taking any, any prescription meds or any type of, um, therapy regimen. Um, so, uh, regarding independent pharmacy, uh, I wanted to point out that as an independent pharmacy owner, there's so many other, so many services that we can provide our customers, our patients. Uh, our patients, like for us, it, they're not just a number. Our patients are become part of our family once they come uh, through the door. Uh, we like to treat everybody as family because we really, really care. Uh, that's one of the reasons I went to pharmacy school for. And um, um, and so it's very important for me to treat every individual as part of my family because I do care about them. So that's one of the things that make uh, make us different and uh, compared to other, you know, uh, like the chain pharmacists out there. Uh, the other thing is like uh, I noticed um, uh, some of the customers that we that come to our pharmacy um, in my case, uh, my pharmacists are either located inside or next to a pediatrician's office. And so a lot of people think that just because we're either next or inside 
by pediatricians that we only fill prescriptions for, uh, you know, for that specific population. But we actually fill prescriptions for all, everybody, you know, from, you know, the grandma all the way to the little baby. You know, anybody can come to our pharmacy. We also take prescriptions from outside clinics or urgent cares or emergency uh, doctors. So uh, our pharmacies are open to anybody. It's not specific to just the pediatricians. You have a question? You know what? Yeah, but you know what I like about it? Because there's an independent pharmacy around the corner from me. Now, mine is a little bit different because my husband's retired military, so I've had to change from my HMO to another type of prescription. But I'll get into that in a minute. But what I love about an independent pharmacy is that they have the time to look at what you're taking. They actually look at the cocktail brains. They look and see if there's an allergic reaction. I'm big on that, okay? Mm -hmm. That's the first thing mm -hmm. I ask. Is it gonna make me swell up like a puffer fish? <laughs> is there a rash? <laughs> is my mouth gonna be dry? Are my eyes gonna be dry? These are things to look for within the first 24 or 48 hours of taking a medication. And long-term effects, read the paperwork. You may not understand all of the legalese, but highlight it and ask the pharmacist. Independent pharmacies will take that time. Now that's not saying the big box stores won't, but again, like your doctor, they got 15 minutes. They've got 40 people waiting to get their medication. They don't have the time to dissect it. So I thank you for that. But also, you can suggest if people are interested into some herbal and alternatives to some of these medications. And people that are suffering with, for example, cholesterol, hypertension, or diabetes, those are the top three. There might be something that they might be able to do, pull back on. I don't know. What's your position on that, Lucy? Dr. Lucy? Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, actually, I want to kind of like go a step back to what you were saying about the adverse reactions, because uh, I'm also implementing uh, pharmacogenomics in our pharmacies, just because I myself have had a very severe allergic reaction to medications. So we also offer uh, some adverse reaction tests. There's a one-time test that people can actually take and, and take advantage of that and find out what type of medis uh, medicines they, are, uh, they can be allergic to so oh, that's a everybody. you know very important point yes so yes. Like it's a one-time test it's a one-time test and then you can find out what type of you know there's a list of the most common uh, adverse reaction medications that people you know most people have it's not only about antibiotics which are the most common ones right. but there's a lot of uh, pain medicines and also some blood pressure medicines like i had a technician who almost died uh, due to a blood pressure medication adverse reaction. Yeah. So the test that you're talking about, is that something that you administer? Is that something that we can ask our doctor to take? Uh, is that something over the yeah. counter? How do you how do you get that? Um, no, uh, pretty much we uh, we, we can have uh, you know the doctor um, submit the order. Like the, the patient can come to us. Uh, or reach me, you know, reach out to me, and then I can get the test uh, order for them. They will get it at home, and then um, they will do the test. Once they will get the results, I reach out back to them, and then discuss the the results with them. Now, and is that like a, a mouth swab, or do we have to draw? It's a mouth swab. Really? It is a mouth swab. Yes, it is a mouth swab. 
Uh, if it is cash, it's about $350, but also Medicaid and some uh, private insurance are paying for it. Really? For a, right. Yes. You want to take advantage yeah. of that? Are you kidding me? I know when I went mm -hmm. to China, it was a spiritual quest for me. Mm. And uh, when I got there, the driver was looking at the itinerary and he said to me, tomorrow we will take you to the clinic and i was like oh hell no <laughs> a black woman rocking an afro in china going to the doctor with no insurance or, no i'm not going he goes oh yes it's your destiny and i said well when he said that it was in full alignment with what i was there for i get to this beautiful place inside big koi fish there's an herbal pharmacy down there herbs everywhere, roots and flowers and all kind of stuff. He checks my liver, my kidney, and my spleen right here at my wrist. He looks at the lines on the side of my tongue. He looks in my eyes. This was minimally evasive brains. There was no drawing any blood. There was no scanning. There was no biopsy. And let me tell you, that doctor read me like a cheap novel, cover to cover. Mm -hmm. It was absolutely brilliant and everything that he said is coming true but along those same lines i go down to the herbalist and they give me some herbs well they have an herb for everything i mean you know they can turn you back 20 years i come home i make myself a cup of tea a full six ounce seven ounce cup of tea and i start to hallucinate Oh, I was on a psychedelic trip like you wouldn't believe. And my husband said, well, what's wrong? And I said, well, I took this medicine that I got from China. And he goes, well, how much did you take? And I said, oh, I had a couple mugs full. He said, how did they serve it to you? I said, oh, about a few ounces. You have to be careful with these type of things. Plant medicine, again, it is plant medicine. You need to work with a trained professional like Dr. Lucy that has experienced this, that knows what they're doing, and then long-term. Would you agree? Absolutely. And, you know, in answering your question regarding my my uh, my side on herbals, I actually um, established, you know, this relationship with medicine um, since I was very small, you know, uh, a child. Uh, my mom uh, suffered from, uh, I guess it was maybe irritable bowel syndrome mm -hmm. and medication will not, she went to many, many different uh, doctors. Uh, she finally found a natural medicine doctor uh, who prescribed herbal medicines. And that was my first introduction to herbals. And actually my mom did very well. She got, you know, pretty much she got cured. Uh, I guess she found out the root of the cause of what was happening. So I really like natural products. Um, I am a strong believer and that they can help. But once again, you know, like you were mentioning, it's very, very important, you know, to uh, ask questions, ask your health professional, somebody that knows about these products. Because just like the traditional medicines can have side adverse effects, natural products can also, any any type of other alternative uh, medications or therapies can also 
uh, cause some adverse reactions. So I'll be more. Yeah, when yes. you're self-medicating, you know, exactly. I have had friends yeah. that have taken two or three different type of cold medicines. Instead of taking the yes. cold medicine just for the symptom, they've taken two or three and yeah. they have been jacked up like a soup sandwich. <laughs> they were really messed up. You yes. Know, you have to let all of that yeah. you know, yeah. push through your body. Now also, may yeah. I use your nationality, Dr. Lucy? Uh, I'm actually from El Salvador, Central America. Central America. Okay, yes. these are indigenous tribal people like Na Native Americans, like Africans, like Cubans. This mm -hmm. is all that we knew was how to Exactly. Keep. I could tell you some remedies mm -hmm. that my mother has given me and you would cringe, but baby, they work. Like if you, for example, yes. this is just a fun one. Uh, if your kids have a fever, put onions in their socks. Mm -hmm. It breaks the fever. It's broken ours. And, mm -hmm. and we've tried that. Uh, this is a this is kind of creepy, but it worked. I had an ear infection. Yeah. I said put urine. I said urine. It's called they call it sweet oil. I put it in there. It went away. Now I mean mm -hmm. these are things again. Like I said, I'm not a, an herbalist. I just did what my mother told me. But some of yeah. these things are. This is all that we had. This is all that we knew. Mm -hmm. We didn't have yeah. big pharma that had a cure for this or that also ask you about your position and your thought on marijuana. Marijuana has changed in the last five or six years, especially here in uh, California, that there it's a cure for everything. It used to be 3% THC, the hallucinogenic. Now it's 28%, 35%. It is genetically modified. Uh, it's going to cure seizures. It will make you sleepy. It will make you hungry. It will do this. It will do that. Just generally, what is your position and you about this uh, miracle medical marijuana? Well, marijuana, you know, has been uh, used for for years. I remember, you know, my my grandma used to have a cousin who used it for arthritis. You know, and it has a lot of use. Uh, for eyes, you know, glaucoma, people with glaucoma, a lot of people use it. So there's a lot of uh, uh, marijuana, you know, a lot of plants based. Uh, there's a lot of plant based alternative medicine that can actually produce a lot of goodness, you know, in our bodies. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I totally, you know, I'm, I totally agree with uh, marijuana uses for therapy, you know, therapeutic uses. Definitely, definitely. Right, but again, and, that's um, that's a controlled. It's a controlled substance. We're not talking about sitting with a ball. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, yes. Yes. You know uh, but they're doing it in so many different strains now. You know, I went to a, a yes. party one time, and they had it in the nacho cheese. They have it in gummies. They have it in cookies. And people don't understand, again, it is a plant-based medicine. They do not understand mm -hmm. that there can be too much because there's people now going to the emergency room that are overdosing on marijuana where mm -hmm. there used to not be before. Then they have the CBD mm -hmm. oil, which is an extraction of that. It's not the hallucinogenic. Yeah. And they have these topicals. So it's all yeah. kinds of stuff. But there's one other thing before I get back to what you were saying is now they are using, uh, or they're trying to legalize mushrooms, psychedelic mushrooms. 
for mm-hmm. people. Now, you know, there's arawesca, there's all type of psychedelic mushrooms that really help people with mental illness. But you want to be careful and you want to be sure that you're not just buying it off the shelf in the store, that it is a controlled substance that you are under the right uh, guidance uh, around the right people and that you're being monitored. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Once again, you know, everybody has to be very careful uh, on what they're taking. Uh, You know, the CBD, uh, like, you know, the extraction of the marijuana, Without the hallucinogenics, I got you. I got you. I, I get it right there. No, I get it. Thank you. People Thank you. are, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it can be really bad now. It can be really bad. And you don't know. And I'm yeah. hearing that they're lacing it with fentanyl. It's an epidemic of this fentanyl. Yeah, that's, that's a really life threatening, you know. Um, it is. Combination, combination. It is I very like Yeah. I had a relative that was addicted to opioids. And, you know, mm. then they were on a pain pump. Then the pain pump was taken away and taken out. But the pain never went away. And then they went from one thing to another and the addiction kicked in. So I was watching a uh, Netflix movie and they were talking about the opioid type of deal. Mm. Are people that are addicted to things like, you know, opioids, um, is there is there really something that they can take eventually that will reduce their pain? Because it seems like they're in an incredible amount of pain. I mean, I could imagine a real bad L4, L5, you know, mm-hmm. some of those, these are chronic yeah. illnesses. Yeah. Well, uh, one thing that I wanted to mention, I'm, I'm not only a pharmacist, but I'm a holistic pharmacist. Mm-hmm. For me, you know, and by holistic, I mean, I believe in the power of the mind, the spirit, and the whole body. So I I strongly believe, you know, that all these people with all this pain, with the pain, can, can get some relief from uh, meditation, uh, breathing techniques, uh, you know, massage, you know, there's some other alternatives that are not necessarily prescription medicines that can actually uh, provide the benefits that a prescription medicine could potentially provide. You know, there's some mineral waters, you know, uh, here in, in the United States, uh, there's some, you know, places where they have mineral waters. Um, and there's, uh, you know, multiple other things that, people can do um you know cleaning a lot of time a lot of time you know uh like sugar is is a really a major inflammatory uh product you know the more sugar we uh we consume the higher the chances that we're gonna you know develop or experience the pain so if we can start eliminating as much sugar from our bodies as you know as possible the person who's suffering the pain and inflammation can actually see some significant decrease in the pain. Well, I did a sugar detox and I tell you, I had the headache from hell. I did not realize me and my husband had did that. And then when I had sugar again, it started to sting on my tongue because my taste buds had changed. 
So I pulled back considerably. And brains, you have to understand the sugar is also used as a preservative. But how much of that you're giving to your child? It is addicting. They're saying that sugar can be as addicting as cocaine. You know, because you want it yes. all the time. You want it all the time. And I noticed things when my mother was transitioning. Things that she didn't want anymore. Oh, she would love a cookie and a cupcake and ice cream and this, that, and the other. But as her body started to cleanse to prepare for the transition of life, she didn't want those things. She said, these, these things are not good for you. She could definitely change. So I'm saying, you know what? I unfortunately started to live like she was dying and extract some of those things. Like today, I wanted to go to the fast food place and I just went to the grocery store and spent a bunch of stuff and I fought it and I talked to myself and I said, nope, I'm going to go home. After I talked to Dr. Lucy, I'm going to make myself a big salad. And instead of having French fries, I'm going to make myself a big bowl of fruit, <laughs> fresh fruit. I've got apples and pears and all this kind of stuff. Why are people... I, I don't know. Is it? Do you think that it's because of the marketing of mainstream media that has really got people doing all of this, not taking the time? Because cooking is a meditation. Cooking with love is spiritual. Oh, yes. you know, uh, again, a friend of mine puts certain oils, I mean, and herbs into that green um, alcohol and rubs it on her skin. And she feels wonderful you know but big pharma wants you to take a pill okay and you'll be fine in 15 20 minutes as soon as it absorbs in your body but it's deteriorating your other organs let me ask you this how about detoxes you know when you talk about or you because you want to cleanse your body water is your friend brains <laughs> yes water is your friend, okay but detoxing the body you have to be careful with that too. How does a person start to move more towards a holistic path? Because, you know, you can't just jump off one thing to another. How do we start extracting things and incorporating other things in a safe way? One important, a very important thing that I have learned is, uh, is knowing your body, mm. like talking to your body. And realizing the needs of your body, you know, like, uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, we know that something doesn't go along, you know, doesn't, we, there's a food that our body doesn't tolerate that well, but we still go and then eat that food, for yep. example. Yep. Yep. And then, 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 you know, and then we're like in a sleep or we feel bloated or we have headaches, you know, all kinds of things. So I, uh, the first thing in order for a person to start that detox, it starts here in the mind. Because you wanna make sure that you understand what your body needs are. And once you understand that and you realize, okay, my body, this is what my body is telling me. Mm -hmm. I know it sounds maybe, you know, weird at the beginning. No, it doesn't. But, but, but yeah, but then, you know, once you start realizing the importance of find, you know, recognizing and realizing what your body needs, then, you know, that's how you start the path of the detox or the actual detox, because then you're going to be more aware 
of what you're going to be putting on your plate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? Well, that's, so that's, that's the that step. A couple things I did was I kept a food journal. Okay? Mm -hmm. My hormones were all bing, 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 bing. They were all over the place. Yeah. And I was like, what's going on? So I started writing down what I ate. And then I looked at the reaction and how long it took for my body to react. I love bread. Oh my goodness. But I didn't realize how many I was how much I was eating. I was eating like six pieces of bread a day. Two pieces uh -huh. of toast, and there's two pieces of bread with the sandwich, and there's two dinner rolls. And this thing called gluten. Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't know what the gluten was and dairy. Oh mm -hmm. my goodness. One day I had a bowl of cereal and then I had um some cookies and a piece of cake and some milk. And I tell you, I, it was like a bugle call. <laughs> I played a tune. Yes, I did. I was like, where is all this gas coming from? Now I just purchased almond milk for the first time the other day. And I tried it and I said, this isn't too bad. It depends. You know, I, I don't think I would probably cook with it, uh, you know, but it wasn't too bad to have with some cereal. Your palate will change. Mm -hmm. Your palate mm -hmm. will change and it will adjust. Fresh herbs. You know, I used to get those packets of, of gravy and I looked on the back of it. I didn't know what half those ingredients were. Mm -hmm. But I know what fresh basil looks like and thyme and rosemary. And I go out to my garden and get that and some flour and water. And I make, you know, a broth. I make the best gravy ever now. So it's what yeah. you put in your body, but you have to be conscious of it. So I totally understand what you're saying. And, and talking to, I talked to my plate. I said, hello, plate. There's too much white stuff on here. Let's add some color. Let's put some meats or this, that. Yeah. And the more color and the more texture, I feel I feel good about it. So yeah, the detox. Yeah, that, yes. that's, that's great. And then if you go back and you put things one thing at a time and you find that you have a reaction, you know that that's probably not the best for you. Your body changes that's over time though, correct? That is correct. That is correct. Like maybe at the beginning, you know, when you were a child, you were tolerating some things and as you start, you know, aging or getting older, there, you know, there's some foods that maybe you're not tolerating anymore. Um, a good, uh, good strategy that I, I like to, you know, share Please. with you is that um, if somebody wants to find out if they are, have some intolerance or to certain foods, what they can do is like they they can do like a, for three weeks, they can stop taking, you know, let's say they can stop taking gluten and dairy and um, they can stop uh, like, you know, sugar, lowering on sugar items, you know, like cakes and pastries, you know, and uh, anything that has added sugar. Um, um, desserts, you know, things like that. Um, also, caffeine, they can stop on caffeine. Um, other um, foods that have usually, you know, people are in, uh, intolerant to, um, they can uh, stop. Um, let me think of another one real quick. Um, but anything else that they think that they may be, you know, they may have an intolerance to, they can stop those foods or eggs. You know, eggs can be another one. They and, can stop and, the and soda. 
Oh my God. So, soda has a lot of sugar, so stop, you know, so stop the sugar. So they can, you know, stop those foods for three weeks. After three weeks, they can start adding again one by like, uh, for example, milk, you know, like uh, cow milk. They can add the cow milk, wait three days and see a reaction and see what kind of reaction they have to it. And then at the, after the fourth day, they can add another one and they can just write down what kind of, how they felt when they ate that food and keep a journal, you know, of that particular, of that particular item. So they can, you know, they can potentially do that uh, whenever they have, you know, to find out what type of intolerance they have. Uh, and that, that will be another way of, you know, finding out or, or detoxing the body and finding out what is good for them and what is not good for them. You know, and, and medications are scary because you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. You don't know if it's going to bother you. The pharmacist doesn't know. All she can do is tell you based upon, you know, her experience with other people. Uh, there's one diabetic medicine. Again, like I said, I don't want to call them out because they'll be mad at me. But there's one diabetic medicine that everybody seems like they get it. And it causes diarrhea and it causes uh, acid reflux. It, it's a whole host of things. And so I was uh, prescribed this medicine. And I asked my doctor, I said, oh, no, this is disrespectful to my soul. <laughs> I'm not taking this. Okay. She says, oh, okay. Let me give you another prescription. They give me this other prescription. It's lower in milligrams. But again, it's three times the cost. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to pay, I, I'm going to pay for that $20 steak. I would pay for this, you know, for this medication, but it is really, really sad when they know that they have one medicine that might work and they prescribe it to everyone. And it's not really a lot of options. Um, I don't know what goes on in big pharma with the doctors and, you know, maybe incentives for having them try certain drugs, uh, especially diabetes. Now they've got all of these commercials that scare you to death. You know, they'll tell you, try this, try that. But then they run through the side effects at the end and you're like, wow, what do I do? So when you're taking a medication, what are some of the things that you tell your your uh, clients that come into the, the pharmacy and it's the first time that they've taken it. What are some of the suggestions that you give them for, you know, being cautious or looking for side effects? What, what are things that they should look for? Well, um, I usually, you know, now that I'm more into the holistic approach uh, to medicine, I encourage them, for example, you know, I also have high blood pressure. So um, right now um, I'm on this journey to lose the weight, be more um, mindful of what I'm putting on my, on my plate and, um, and also uh, exercise. And I think that's, that's one thing that I tell all my patients, you know, stop, stop just laying on the couch watching TV. It's fine. And that's one of the main reasons America is is so sick. There's so many diseases. 
because yeah. we're not moving. We're not moving. And we need, the, our body has been designed to stay in movement. We need to stay active, doing things. And that's another thing going back to the pain. That's another thing that people get pain because there's, they are not moving. If they continue moving, those, you know, moving our joints. It's like, you know, you know when they, they, there's a, a car, then you don't move the car for a long, long time, then it's, it's, it takes time for the car to start moving again. Or, no, you or gotta, you, you gotta jump you know, the battery. <laughs> yeah, well, jump down the battery, battery or, you know, or sometimes tools that, you know, and it's hard, you have to oil them, you have to add some lubricant so they can start moving again. So it's all about movement, you know, walking, uh, weightlifting, you know, I also, if they have diabetes, I recommend building muscle. Our muscles are the ones that actually convert the sugar into energy. If we don't have muscle, and a lot of medicines can actually decrease uh, muscle in our bodies, and also if we don't, if we're not moving, we're not building muscle, and as we age, we lose muscle too. So I see my neighbor; she walks. I'm telling you, she walks at least a mile and a half, and she's on a walker. Brains, <laughs> she's on a walker. <laughs> she is. She's determined to move it. She is determined to move. She is out there with her walker, and it encourages me. I was going up this hill. I didn't want to go up the hill. I really didn't. But I said, how many people can't get out of bed? How many people can't move? How many people wish that they could? And it's like a glue. It's like it gets stuck to every organ in your body. You know, yes. now cholesterol is a scary thing because people really don't. Everything, it seems like you eat is going to affect your cholesterol. And that's another thing. People don't want to change their diet. They've been eating those smothered pork chops and gravy and greens and sweet candy yams. They were born and raised on that. They don't know that there's alternatives. I like candy yams too. But instead of doing the candy yams, now I make mashed potato, sweet potatoes. Less sugar. Mm -hmm. It's just as good. Brown sugar, vanilla, same thing. But I don't just have this thick coating of sugar on top of a yam that's already sweet. And I also look at the Asian culture uh, and in Italy, it's farm mm -hmm. to table. It's not all of this processed stuff. You know, they shop every three or four days. If they do eat meat, it's fresh kill. It's not something that's been mm -hmm. dead two weeks, comes to the butcher, sits in the freezer case at the store for two or three days and you can take it home and put it in your freezer for four or five days. So you have yeah. to, real, and then the antibiotics and the steroids that they're putting this, I mean, really, how many chickens are there in the world? That's what I want to know. And some of these chickens, you know, they look like, you know, you get a wing and it looks like a turkey wing. So yeah, the vegan, then I, I look at the vegan diet. I don't see a lot of protein in that either. I think that it's a mix and a match. And again, working with someone like you on a holistic approach for medications uh, and also working with a dietitian or nutritionist could really be of benefit. And ask for that when you go to the, the, the doctor, you know, can I have a dietitian? A dietitian is different than a nutritionist. Can I have a nutritionist? Yeah. Do you have alternative options? 
because they're only with you 15 minutes and you have to be your own advocate. Wouldn't you agree, Dr. Lucy? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. A lot of times, you know, you have to, you know, now people are, I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy that people are looking for other alternatives and not just sticking to one thing. But my only worry is that, and, and one of the reasons why we want to create this awareness is make sure you ask questions. Just, you know, go to the pharmacist, um, ask your pharmacist if that's what uh, is closer to you, ask your pharmacist and ask the questions, you know, uh, if they don't know the answers, you know, ask another health professional that may know the answers, but, you know, don't rely just on what you watch on on social media. Uh, there's some good, you know, things out there. There's some good things out there, but there's some things that are not good. And that's my worry about, you know, those sites. Well, yeah, because you, you know, you're going to self-diagnose. Oh my God, I've got this or I've got that. And then you go in and you see everything and you skim over the, the, the one or two sentences that might be your situation and you go right to catastrophe. Oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to turn purple or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And as we've stated before, this is a lifestyle brains. This is not a quick fix. Herbal medicines from my experience are long-term. If you are going to be using turmeric and garlic or, you know, and those are just examples, but, those are things that you're going to incorporate in your diet all the time. You can't just do it for a week. Okay, it's fine. And then you go back to, you know, doing the same old thing. You get rid of sugar for a week or two. It's the same thing. You stop smoking for a week or two. You stop drinking for a week or two. And then you go back to the same thing. You have to be consistent. You have to show up. This is your life we're talking about. You have to be an example for your children. And also you want to look at the seniors longevity, you know, centurions, people live into a hundred now, you know, we may not be able to collect social security that long, <laughs> but we'll be able to, but we'll be able to live a good, healthy life. Thank you so much, Dr. Lucy, for all of your information. I want to get more information about that test so that people can contact you. I think that that's a great yes. investment to take a look at it. And then after they take the test, they can contact you and you can consult with them on what the results are and the findings. Absolutely. Absolutely. Totally because you know, people are worried about them, you know, oh, yeah. no, everything is confidential. And then I also have, I, I also, uh, becoming a whole body coach so they can also, uh, I can do a coaching session with them about the body, mind and the spirit transformation as well. Well, I tell you, I bring it to you. I give it to you. 110% here on the edge brains, because I want you to live a happy, healthy, productive, full life. I really do. And that's why I do what I do. And I've been doing this for 20 years. And that's why Dr. Lucy has dedicated her life as well as her cultural upbringing as to understanding what the root cause is because indigenous people are some of the first people on the planet. So we know what's going on. Okay. Um, thank you so much for being here. Please tell my brains how to get in contact with you and call you. I'm going to put your information at the back, but I also want you to verbally tell them how they can get it. Yes, they can contact me at drlucybewell.com. 
uh, there's a website where they can fill out their information and I'll be happy to to uh, get in touch with them and set up you know, a session or and just discuss whatever issues they may have. I'll be happy to get in touch with them. Or they can visit my uh, my Facebook account, uh, Lucy Barrachina. Well, Brains, please take advantage of it. Um, you don't know what you don't know. And again, if you are on any kind of current prescription or regimen with your doctor, continue with that. But know that we are here to provide you options and alternatives if that's something that you're willing to explore and if that's something that will benefit you. Thank you so much, Dr. Lucy. I appreciate you and value you for all your hard work and dedication. Thank you, April. All right. Bye, Brains. wonderful. Thank you.